is happening, fellow fantasy GMs. I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. Well, week nine in the books. Can you believe there are five more weeks of the fantasy regular season for like normal leagues? That's insane. Yeah, it goes by super fast, man. It's here one day and the next day it's gone. I mean, that's I mean, a song by you ever heard of the rap group UGK? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. There's a that as I said that there's a verse in a song that they have in their in their one of their songs. It just made me think of it. Sorry, huh. go ahead. <laughs> and I'm thinking like now, Courier Nation, we need you to stick around because really, after there's ten more episodes during those weeks, and then people disappear. Like, hey, football is year round. This isn't a regular season thing anymore. We're going to be dynasty rolling. We'll get you through the playoffs. We'll even talk about Week 17, which you really shouldn't be playing, or Week 18, I guess now, which you really shouldn't be playing. But we'll put stuff out there for you. But we're going to be there for you. Don't abandon us. We'll be there for you as we get into the season. But yeah, we are the Fantasy Couriers. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram. Put comments in the YouTube website is on there. Fantasy Curious at Wix site web. It's in there. I can't even say the whole thing right now. It's got my got my rankings on there. I dropped like a lead balloon the other week. Um, I've seen about. I was really. High. I was moving up and then moving down. I, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, apparently, I, I can't. I can't imagine that being very easy. It's it's not as challenging because you can take. I go with ECR and then I take my and I build mine. Like it's there. I don't. Most of mine are all of mine are different, but it just gives you. It puts people in there, and then oh, I move yeah, them yeah. all around. So that's better than some people. They create their rankings and import them, which just sounds like a bear. And they, they you got to do it professionally to be able to sit there and go through and do that. For the way I do it, I can set. It takes a little bit of time, but at least the humans are in there, and I can <laughs> move the humans where I think the humans need to be, and then the people that aren't human, like Derek Henry, I can just put at the top. So. Makes sense. But yeah, as we're getting in, three three big things of news before um, JJ Wang runs us through the the week and what happened and what it could mean. As was predicted here by DJ Dove, Frank Reich got the boot. He is out as the Colts coach, and I'm kind of excited for their new coach, Jeff Saturday. I love yeah. that. Yeah, so I can't, was in one of the um, the chats that we were in. He was kind. Of, Kind of broke it down, like what he th- what he thought about um, Saturday. I don't know if you've seen it or not, uh-uh. but it's, I can't I can't remember. But he's the he's I think he's the football coach. You know, I don't know if you're talking about, but oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. About- I think he broke it down as like you know you don't have necessarily have to be like um to be a, to be the man to be a good head coach. It's they get like they got guys for that, um, and I think the organization as a whole is like he said trusted um trust Jeff Saturday. He's been around the. <laughs> Been around the team for a long time, long time, and he's just a filling guy. And I think Saturday probably knows that. He, he was probably like, "Hey, Saturday, let's you know, you want to jump in here, fill in, you know, you know the team, and the guys like you." So, I mean, I think it's a good idea. I'm kind of interested in it as well. I mean, that's how Dan Campbell got his start. He was Miami's fill in the other year when they cut. I think it's Joe Philbin. I believe it was that year. Um, he was the fill in, and. Then he didn't get the job, but I mean, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, so Saturday pretty much is on like, a, hey, what what are you going to do for us these next couple of weeks? I mean, if some miracle comes out, or, you know, maybe he earns himself a job or because he was a consultant, I believe, for them. So, I mean, Frank Reich, I'm always torn about canning coaches in the middle of a season, but I mean, dude, if you suck, you suck, man. I mean, he's yeah. not he's he's been there for a long time. He's failed on pretty much what he's failed on what three quarterbacks. Yeah, well, he's forty and thirty-three though, so he still had a winning record. 
um, in the team. I mean, it's just it's been they haven't gotten over that that bump, and they're just terrible this week. I mean, this year. I mean, if if you have the number one running back in football and he doesn't play, you're not going to be great. Yeah, I mean, as a football coach, I feel like you got to get better, not worse. I feel like Frank Reich has gotten worse since the beginning of his career. I, I think I mentioned earlier, I I could see him totally end up being like North Turner. He did because he was magnificent as an OC over in Philly. He, I mean, he's really what led to a lot of that. But yeah, so it's, it'll be interesting to see what what comes out of that. Do you think that that the Ellinger experiment's over and they're going to go back to Matt Ryan? What's your prediction? Well, probably not. I think they just keep with Ellinger. And I heard somebody say earlier they just keep with Ellinger, see what happens, and end up with a high draft pick. And then because at this point their season's pretty much cooked, so let's why not just play it out. Jonathan Taylor might not even play a whole lot. They might just be saving him for next year, not worth really injury risking it, and just play for the draft pick. Hopefully you get a high one and then just come back next year with a young quarterback. Yeah, that's. I think there's a couple teams doing that right now. So we'll see how they pan out. Uh, another two bits of injury news. Aaron Jones um, went down with a knee injury. They're saying he should be okay to play this week, but say something goes weird midweek, Aaron Jones is out. How high would A.J. Dillon rise? Because he's been kind of not that great. Day. I watched him get just – like Aaron Jones looks like the man. Like he's the monster. A.J. Dillon's looked like a guy this year. I mean, like I said, I mean, maybe like like I said, if Aaron Jones is playing that good, maybe um, Dillon just isn't getting the opportunity. Um, but there's only two guys producing on that team is Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard. Um, kudos is having a pretty good season. You know, he's not a great wide receiver one, but he's been the most con- pretty consistent, I guess. But I'm not really sure about AJ Dillon. Like, I'm not sure about that offense in general. Uh, that's bad. the other team. I think they're just letting them stink with the hopes that Aaron Rodgers says, "We're so terrible, I quit." And they're just gonna let them keep getting bad so they can get a quarterback to replace Aaron Rodgers because they got to know it's not Jordan Love. That's well. That's- I mean, cool. You're going to place Aaron Rodgers with a quarterback. You're going to give that quarterback some wide receivers because the off I mean it's bad right now. Uh, yeah. and, and Aaron Rodgers isn't playing great. Uh, they're all playing pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, Probably the, the biggest injury news of the week. Josh Allen on towards the end of the of uh, the the quarter there grab had his elbow the end of the game. There, there was that last that what that last play that when yeah. there was no chance they really were going to come back. They're on the 10-yard line. He his elbow and it's they're looking what I'm reading right now um through Fox is um there's being evaluated for a UCL or related nerves in the elbow. Holy moly that is a that is a fantasy team killer, right? Oh yeah. I mean if Josh Allen is can't throw the ball I do believe it's in his throwing arm. If he can't throw the yeah. ball, I mean that it really eliminates a lot. I mean, you really can't have a quarterback. <laughs> that you well, there, there's some quarterbacks. I mean, he could throw. He, he could probably get 80 yards like Malik Willis got, or 123 like Justin Fields. Maybe just I mean, maybe. underhanded with his left hand. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's bad. There's some fancy errors. I mean, if you're allowing, you can't replace. I mean, you can't replace that. You don't yeah, have. That's... You don't have. Unfortunately, there's only so many quarterbacks, and you know, for fantasy, and you can't replace. Can't replace like the QB one. That's gonna crush one of my teams. The yeah. other one, no. It'll See crush a lot of people. I mean, you're not the only one. I mean, a lot of people are gonna be going through that. Ah, sad, sad, sad. So that's that's all I got there in a little bit of, of news and notes for you, JJ Wang. Well, let's 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 get ready. Weekend review. What happened? What do we think? Let's listen. That's, a- that's the one.
That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, I got two of them. And I was like, wait, I deleted the wrong ones. And I got to go back and edit my weekend review drop. Oh, well. We live, we learn. Enjoy yep, the prayers. Right. Let's go, JJ Wang. Yes, I got a few shout outs with BBC. First shout out goes, of course, the biggest producer of the um, of the week. And that wasn't we before this, um, the week started. I was the one saying, don't start Joe Mixon, right? Well, unfortunately, hopefully nobody listened to me. He didn't. He didn't. Okay, good. Because shout out to Joe Mixon, a 50 point game. Good Lord, man. Kudos to you, dude. Yeah. Um, the, the guy that asked that question, I was, I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, through conversations talking with him on there, he was like, "Yeah." Luckily, I um, he uh, I said flip a coin when I responded back to him. He goes, "Luckily, Foreman lost the coin flip, so he started." <laughs> so yeah, he started. yeah, I'm glad it didn't. You didn't go with Foreman over Mixon. I guess it's. I mean, I guess sometimes you just try to play the hot hand and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, but wow, yeah. wow! Imagine yeah. if imagine if Joe Burrow didn't run for that one yard touchdown. It would have been. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Every now and then you have those games, and then it'll come back next week with 12 points and be like, all right, here we go again. But, hey, enjoy your 50-point game while it lasts. And the second guy's guys coming back from injury, fit right back in, Cordero Patterson. Shout out to you, dude. I mean, I, I'm, a fan of, I'm a fan of this guy. I'm two touchdowns in his um, return back. I mean, I feel like he's a pretty comfortable RB, RB2 at this point, right? Sitting back in. It's intriguing. It looks like they're going to split it, right? I was trying to – while you're doing that, I didn't have pulled up his rush. So he had 44 yards on 13 carries. There And Algier had over 100 yards, correct? He had 99, I think. 99. So, yeah. So those things are going to be split. So we're going to – with Patterson, yes, kudos to him. But the week I kudo him, he's going to poop the bed next week because it is touchdown dependent. If not, he had um, one reception and 44 yards. So we got to hope that the Falcons can score a touchdown. I mean, luckily this week, yes. Because they're playing the Panthers, and the Panthers just gave up seven thousand touchdowns to Joe Mixon. Yeah, so but a good thing for um, Patterson is that he we know he can catch the ball, so there's other opportunity other than. The but they're not game. throwing to him this year, which is really they're odd. Not, well, they're not throwing. He had five receptions in the games he's played, and he's played in five games. They don't throw it to anybody, evidently. I don't think. No, not at all. all. Right, so the next guy is a shout out to the guy, the guy that just got traded, T.J. Hawkinson. Way more involved than I thought he was going to be. He had nine catches for seventy yards in your first game of. I mean, shout out to you. It looks like he's going to be a big part of that offense with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. You look like a Viking. You play like a Viking, I guess. <laughs> that is true. I didn't, yeah. realize that, I didn't realize his hair was so long as he was running down the field. I thought it was Hayden Hurst. For, I thought it was Hayden Hurst for a second. I told you there's that awesome meme. They show his little short hair with the Lions and how he just turns into a Viking. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna sh- um I'm gonna combine my last shout out. And Hold on, my- before you say that, um, just so you know, T.J. Hawkinson was born the year we graduated high school. Okay, anyway, nice, nice, <laughs> makes me feel good about myself. All right, so I'm gonna combine my last shout out with my first boo you. Um, so my last shout out is to be Patrick Pat Pat Mahomes for throwing the ball 68 times. Shout <laughs> out to to. Two off the record for most of pass pass attempts in a game. You had to know when he was at 68. You don't get this opportunity very much. I mean, like, Coach, let me get in there and throw, like, three more times. Let me get this record. But, dude, shout out to you for throwing the ball 68 times. And then a big boo-you to their running backs that are completely awful and can't even get the ball. So, yeah, that's a mess. Man, Patrick Mahomes almost cost my dynasty team that I'm working for the first pick. Like, I'm playing all my best guys. He almost gave me a win. 
because he scored so many stinking points. I, I lost by eight. I still put up 140 with this dumpster fire team I got. And I was like, oh my goodness, he's doing so good. Yeah. yeah the, I thought Pacheco I thought Pacheco coming out of the bye would have had a decent week. But I think they're just they, they're just like, we're not gonna run the ball, we're just gonna pass every time. Let's go, let's see what we got. So I mean it's good for the receivers. Um my next boo is DeAndre Swift. I'm not really sure if this guy's even really going to get the opportunity to play a lot this year. I think he might just be stuck in that middling role because he's not going to be fully healthy. So a big boo-you to that. I mean, I was hot on this guy. I mean, obviously. He did have two play. rushing attempts. Come on. Hey, well, six was too many last week. We had to drop it down. I mean. Three we, receptions. Yeah, we don't, don't want to overdo it. That, that whole offense is uh, kind of weird. I mean, how's he go from that first week with a buck 44 to like, I know he's, he must, are they lying to us? Is he more hurt or, I mean, Jamal Williams, we know we, I've always, Jamal Williams has always been one of my favorites, but Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift is a better talent, right? Uh, I mean, you would think, I mean, you can catch and, and run, but I mean, maybe like I say, you just can't stay. Hell, he's always the guy and then he gets hurt and then that's the that's the end of it that's been the, that's been his career so far jamal got 24 freaking good golly yeah i mean 24 he's, attempts he's the workhorse man my next guy is a big old boo to michael Pittman. um this is just going to be a bad year i mean we were howling but with that offense the way it is maybe the new maybe a coaching change helps it out a little bit but right now same elder at quarterback um no run game really not really a passing game. It's tough. So got a big boo you to this guy. I, I liked you a lot, man. Oh, yeah, Pittman, man. I really, I really missed every like bold preseason prediction. I'm just gonna give up on that, and I'll just uh, play. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> expect to make my bold predictions. I don't mean I don't expect to hit them. I want them to be close. Like mine weren't even close. I, I but uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, remember, I, I made that really bold call about um, Chase Edmonds. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oops, that was uh, my homework call. I should have went with. I should have went with Tyreek, but you know. yeah, maybe. Um, the next one is uh Marcus Mariota. I think he only had like two points. Um, I kind of finally buy into the top 10 quarterback here, and he kind of crashed, which is my fault. I should have never bought into the nonsense. It's Marcus Mariota. I thought he was crap in the beginning of the season, I thought he was like, thought he was crap up until last week, evidently. Um, so yeah, boo you, Marcus Mariota. You suck too. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, I need him to survive one more week because I don't need Ritter in because I need a bye week fill in with Lamar next week. So honestly, I don't see Ritter playing. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah, good. I like that. I needed to get to two as well for that team. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the next thing I got is I'm gonna go to the first topic I have here is um I'm gonna uh, they were playing in uh, the Windy City, Miami and Chicago, right? That's why they were playing like this. So the wind was playing. down from Saturday, so it didn't yeah, so, seem as bad as the Saturday stuff. So we're going with the shootout in Chicago here. Oh um, yeah! I mean, it, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, honest, I will honestly say this is the first game that I can say Tua was actually looked like a good quarterback. Right, he was good from the get go. Got up seventeen. The team came back. Um, they stayed in it. They were, you know made the game competitive, and then he took you know he took them back up to thirty five points. Um. If this is the kind of tour that we can see, then yeah, I'm I'm on board. But this this is like literally, I think this is probably his best game of the season. I would think, you know, of course he had those monster games, but I say from start to finish, this was probably his best game. And then I probably have to say Tyreek Hill probably is the wide receiver one at this point. I mean, 
He's absolutely killing it. I mean, if he's going to score, like I said, if he's going to score touchdowns, I don't think you can d- deny the wide receiver one. And then Jalen Waddle, also, I mean, it's a good passing attack right now. They missed the record by, I think it was like 25 yards. My son was looking with like most yards by a duo through the first nine games. <clears throat> it was, I forget, was it an Oilers guy back, some Oilers receivers back in the 60s or 70s, a long, long time ago. But there's, but as soon as, as soon as T- Tyreek got that first, t- they were talking about Tyreek next scoring touchdowns. He scored that first touchdown. I was like, I got to call. <clears throat> I got to give JJ Wang a call because he was just talking about it. And look at that first boom curl right there in the corner. But holy moly, it's like there's a magnet to Tyreek Hill. I did not. I mean, I thought they would counterbalance each other. They're both just doing really good. But it helps that really, really, he's he's hitting Sherfield a little bit. Sherfield's like the if those two guys are like quadruple team, he'll hit him and maybe Cedric Wilson. But wow. Yeah, and Jeff I mean, Wilson. Like, Jeff Wilson got more play than Mostert. Yeah, but that's a diff, kind of a different situation because um, yeah. Wilson fits right into the offense, so he literally knows the offense like coming right in. So I mean, that's a that's um that's an advantage for him. But yeah, the offense looked good. Um, defense a little bit on um, their obviously their running attack was jump over to um Justin Fields real quick in the game he had like another, almost a fifty point game in some leagues, one hundred seventy eight yards rushing, which is a a record. I think, he had, yeah, of course, he had that long touchdown. They only had 123 yards passing, but they were efficient. I mean, they was like 17 for 23 or something like that, um, and he had the three touchdowns. And Justin Fields has just been like a the QB1 conversation the last Q, um, last few weeks. Um, where do you – obviously, he's not this Justin Fields. I mean, he's not going to do this every week. And obviously, he's not the beginning of the year Justin Fields, where he was like the worst QB – um, is he like a low end QB one for the rest of the season? I'd have to say so. I mean, let's look. I mean, you're looking at. I was getting ready to pull him up on Fantasy Pros here. Right now, they have him for the year at number. He's he's number seven QB right now for the year. So if he's got, and that's because he blew up. He got fifty points this week. Or yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. that skews it a little. Skews it a little bit. But I mean, who are you going to put in front of him? Like he's he's in front. You got Josh Allen. Who let's see what happens here. So, yeah. would you are you putting Kyler Murray in front of Justin Fields at the moment? They're neck and neck. I would put they would be close. I would probably still Kyler Murray falls into that Russell Wilson problem. So it's you know Fields. If Fields keeps running like this, he would go past him. But I would still probably put Kyler there because he has D Hop. Yeah, I mean Fields is on pace for like eleven, twelve hundred rushing yards. Yeah, Phil like, seems like early Lamar, doesn't he? Doesn't seem yeah, like I mean, early I feel like Lamar. it's pretty much the exact exact same thing. I mean, it's a year in, late. <laughs> in the same progress. I, th- I think um, where Lamar started out a little better. Um, yeah. But like I say, he was in a better situation, though, with the Ravens, too. Um, coming into the Bears are awful. And I don't know why it took so long to figure out, like, this is what you got Justin Fields to do. Why did it take you a year and – four or five games to realize, hey, man, this guy could actually run the ball. We should actually, like, plan for this guy to run because he looks, I mean, out there running 15 rushes. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that it it looked like Madden. It, it was like watching a Madden football game. And Claypool, by the way, is an excellent addition. Like, I love that trade anyway, but it looks like he's going to be a really good addition to seeing that. But, yeah, and he found Cole Komet. Welcome to the world, Cole Komet. This is who we thought you would be. Oh, yeah. That's been, yeah. but yeah, but Fields he he looked like a Madden cheat code. He was a total Konami code yesterday. Just it, there was no answer. 
Yeah, we were, I think we were arm think, tackling. It was ridiculous. And I, I think the Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, I think he fits in that mode. But I think the only difference with him is that Justin Fields is a little bigger than both of these. Those both those guys. Justin Fields is six two, six three. Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson's five ten. I mean, if he can only do so much, I feel well, like no, I, I mean, as far as I, the three of them, I, I like Fields better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just saying, like they're well, that like that's the difference between Fields and those guys. He's just a little bigger. You can take a few more hits. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he can continue passing like this efficient, I mean, sky's the limit. Like you said, Cole Komet finally turned into a tight end. Like, I don't understand why it just took so long for this to like for the coaching staff to develop this. But yeah, man, it was a, it was a, <laughs> yeah, fun game to watch though. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't fun at all. It was terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, it, well, it depends on where you're coming from, though. And I hated the ending. Like, I, one of the leagues I do with the guys that I met through the Facebook page, they're all from that area, so they're all Bears fans. One of the guys was actually at the game, and I was like, I hate that it ended on that. It should have been a pass interference there at the end of the game, but it's that whole thing, you know, yeah, it should have been pass interference for sure. But what about the other 20 plays? We all, we all have to live with it. It's all happened to every team in the pros where I was like, oh, no. Us because yeah, it should have went tied, went to overtime, and then two got some more points for me. That's all I really needed. But yeah, Fields, I love Fields, and I I was just sad that he wasn't any good until all of a sudden. And I'm glad I didn't trade him last week because I might need him with Josh Allen being out. Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna need something like that. All right, so I'm gonna switch over to the um to the running backs real quick. We'll talk talk about the top three guys. I'm gonna get your uh, opinion. On how how do you how are you ranking these guys at the moment? So we got Austin Eckler, who's currently the RB one. I mean, he's just absolutely killing it at the moment. Scoring loads of touchdowns. I mean, not getting like the rushing yards, but that's not really what he does. He just scores a lot. I didn't think he was gonna be able to score this many touchdowns. Um, yeah, but I mean, he's doing. He's pretty much the whole offense at the moment. Um, there's not really. Do shout out to um, Isaiah Spiller. He did get some carries. Got seven carries for 29 yards. I saw that. So good for him. Finally getting in there. But you got an Isaiah Spiller share, by the way. Oh, did you? I traded for one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's getting involved. And then the other one is CMC, of course, when the trade to the 49ers, great situation. Um, we know what CMC is. In fact, the 49ers offense is ideal for CMC. Um, so we know I think we're going to get there. And then the other one, is, of course, is Derrick Henry, who's literally going to get every carry or maybe every play that Tennessee has going forward. So how are you ranking these guys at the moment? Um, I've got to have CMC one. Because it looks like what 49ers are going to just blow the socks off everybody using CMC. <clears throat> Eckler and Henry, to me, are just <sighs> – they're different molds. I mean, you got I guess I got to put Eckler, too, because he is producing. Because, I mean, he started out – like the first two weeks, we were kind of like, oh, yeah. oh, no. And then all of a sudden, he exploded. So it depends – I mean, will it change? Is he doing it because he has to because there's no Mike Williams or Keenan Allen? Um, Josh Palmer showed out too, but but is is that why he's doing it? So I guess I got to put him two, and then Henry three, and I guess it, and it will really depend too whether you're talking um, PPR or standard because Henry would pop up above all of them. Well, let's be standard. real, dude. Nobody, nobody plays, plays standard. Nobody but plays. I got a I got a rank standard in there. Nobody plays standard. Half PPR, it's Eckler. Right now, for the season, it's Eckler, Henry, Chubb. Joe Mixon, after his gajillion point performance, is in fourth, and he's still behind Eckler after this week. Like, But he jumped up that high after one week, which is oh, that's okay. how low he was, though, if yeah. you think about it. There's big game skewed, man. And we, we forget Barkley. We'll see what happens coming out of the bye. Like, he slowed down after the hot start. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's got to be, for me, CMC Eckler. Are you flipped on that? 
I mean, I think Eckler's. I mean, I'm still going. Eckler is number one right at the moment. I think he's he is the he is the offense. Um, we don't know if Keenan Allen is ever going to come back. We don't know if Mike Williams is ever going to come back, and if it's just Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer, not Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler and Josh Palmer. I mean, they got it's the only guys they're going to at the moment. So I think it's Eckler, and then I'm I'm going to go. Uh, I think it's t- I think it's tough between CMC and Henry. I'm gonna go CMC just because he does get more catches. You can't. You couldn't say Henry. You couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't. Get, I love. I. Don't, I was wrong with Henry. I mean, I'm. I'm sorry, but like I said, I'm pick. I'd be. I'm. You're happy with all three of these guys. Yeah. I just wanted to see where you would rank them. All right. And now a message from our favorite sponsor. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Now that we are in season, they offer even more fantasy sports options. You can choose to play four to six round draft contest contests with up to ten people. Can even create your own private draft room. And that's not all. Underdog also offers pick 'em fantasy contests where you decide if players will go higher or lower than a listed stat line from touchdowns to yards to interceptions and many more. It's a fun way to show your fantasy prowess. Sign up now with the code Couriers and they'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. And just in case you missed that, when you make your first deposit of 10 or more dollars, deposit 100, get 100 free. And with their slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad or making your best picks. So join Underdog today, and don't forget to use the code Couriers. A link is in the notes of the podcast. Now back to the podcast. I know we're going to go through some speed rounds here, but I got one question for you as we get back in here is, where do you where do you put Joe Mixon for the rest of you? I mean, he is skewed up to like the number four running back per se or five to where it goes. Does he slot way back down to 12, or is this going to be a sign that they're like, hey, look, we got a good running back. Let's use him. Where was Joe Mixon before this? Because uh, that's probably where, 12, 13, 14, 15. Well, that's where Mixon. Joe Mixon will be for me. I mean, I'm, I got Joe Mixon as. Here we go. I got it for you. I got Joe uh, Mixon as the 12th running back. 14. Yeah. Well, I got Joe Mixon staying in that area. I don't have him really jumping up anywhere. I don't have him really jumping in. I think it just stays the same. I think it's good. <laughs> Yeah, big game, man. That's five touchdowns. Yeah, Almost, that's, yeah, that's crazy. 144 yards. Like they, but yeah. they gave him the ball more, which I'm curious if that's going to be a change. If it's a Jamar Chase thing, which it that probably be, is. Yeah. And what happens? So you get all excited, then it's like Jamar Chase is back. Uh, eight for twenty and two t- yeah. touchdowns. You know, but ride right a lot's hot, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, I got some guys here. Just give me um, got some numbers, and you just tell me what you think. Um, because that this is going to be where they're at now. I just want you to know this. This is where they might finish at. So I got Tyler Lockett, who's again being Tyler Lockett. Is Tyler Lockett a top ten quarter uh, wide receiver for the rest of the season? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Um, right now he's what is this in half PPR? He is literally ten. Yeah, and th- I still don't believe that the wheels aren't gonna <laughs> fall off the Seattle. This they've got to fall off the bus, man. There's no way that this, this Seattle team. Like, think about two teams that are good this year, Seattle and the Jets. Those were two teams. If you said, hey, bet money, or let's throw the Falcons in there. They're four and five. That's almost as close. You bet money. These three teams aren't getting the first three picks next year. I would have bet. I would have been able to. I would put some money that at least two or three or probably all three of those are in the top five next year for the top five picks. They're not now. They're going to fall like 15, 16, 19, somewhere in there. So I can't say it because the wheels have to fall off. He looks good. I 
So I'm going to say no, he'll go 11. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Like, it just seems weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's why I mean, this, these, are, these are tough questions. All right, I got Justin Herbert. Is he a top 12 quarterback? I got to go yes. Uh, but the problem is – He's got no receivers, man. He's got no receivers. Uh, Palmer finally learned how to play football this week. Maybe that'll help him. He'll get some con- – because Palmer before had just been – he well, he's literally the only guy they got to throw to. He's got to produce, right? If he's whatever. Well, they got they got the second year guy I picked up in all the leagues. I don't even know his name. He's on my teams. Um, you know, what I'm talking about the. I'm trying to pull him up here, but it, maybe are we going to find out that Justin Herbert might not have been as good as we thought he was if he's fought? Like you know that Tom Brady is having a better season by, than Justin Herbert right now by uh, less than a point, but he's having a better season than Tom Brady in fantasy. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! I mean, I say yes because that would have the Geno Fields, Geno Smith falling off the rails. Marcus Mariota is eleven, so let's move Mariota down. Let's say Geno Smith stops being so good. Tom Brady gets mad and retires. You know that puts Herbert right there in twelve. Yeah, Herbert hey, Lawrence hasn't looked that great. It's, I mean, it's close. All right, next guy we got Fournette. Is Fournette a top twelve running back? No. No, not for the They're rest. done with him. They, like he's, you saw, he was ticked off. I was listening. Yeah. Like I was off and on watching that game because my kid and I were doing some things around the house, and they were talking about how like he's he's mad right now because he's not good. He is. I mean, if you, yeah. his all of his points last two weeks have been duds. They're putting in white, and he's just not performing. So he's he's gonna drop because you got ETN's behind him right now. He's catching him quick. Dal Cook's behind him, catching him quick. Aaron Jones. Injury, we'll see. Pierce is behind him, catching him quick. Jamal Williams, he's a workhorse, catching him quick. I mean, Alvin Kamara, catching him. Miles Sanders could catch him. Like Kenneth Walker's below him. Boom. I, I would even go so far as to say I could see Leonard Fournette being the 20, looks like 20th running back for the year. Yeah, makes sense. All right, next guy, Christian Kirk. Is Christian Kirk a top 12 wide receiver? Not, no, his consistency's dropped. I want to say yes. I just think he's. He's up and down. You're looking – so he's 10 right now in half. C.D. Lamb's starting to play football. He'll get some points back off the bye. D.K. would jump up in there. Oh, dang on. <laughs> I'll put him at 12. Put him at 12, yeah. That looks Over 13. Yeah, I'm looking I, at the guys here, and it's just like – Curtis Daniels, 13. Yeah, same thing. I was like, that's crazy. All right, last last guy. Um. Amon Ross St. Brown, does he finish as a top 20 wide receiver, being that the offense just isn't clicking at the moment? Did you say a top 20? Yeah. What is he right now? Oh, he's 29. Yowza. Yeah. Oh, DJ Moore, after, oh, except for this week. Wow. Amon, you say top 20? Top 20. Is he going to make it? Or is it just – maybe not a top 25. Let's go top 24. Let's do top 24. Uh, I think cream rises. I mean, you're looking in here. Guys that will probably drop are going to be – will Curtis Samuel be up there? Mike Williams, he'll pass Mike Williams because he'll be out so long. Garrett, <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. Wow. I don't like your questions today, man. Mm. I love the sun god, but he might be right where he's going to end up. I mean, still, he's still a wide receiver three, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what's terrible. Yeah. I think he the, he can catch it if they because I thought he was going to pick up someone's got to pick up the hot well Hawkinson didn't get a lot but some of the Hawkinson looks at least you know you would think but like I said the offense isn't like I don't know where it's going at the moment I really have no idea but yeah that's all that's all I got that's all my questions uh, just read an article here as I'm pulling it up Josh Allen um, as a 
three o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the seventh. Uh, is expected to undergo his surgery, but they're saying he's there's expectations are that he'll be good to go next week. Um, what, after surgery? No, the, the sorry, they're additional testing. Sorry. Oh, I say surgery. I was my brain's predicting the future, but a couple of notes here before I go into surefire waste because I don't have a lot. But I put a post on Facebook. Um, as good as Mixon was, who are some guys that were straight poo? Who ruined your day? I got a couple of creative answers. Stefan said, "Well, I'm just happy Robert Woods produced Jamar Chase numbers yesterday, or the same <laughs> amount of fantasy points I got while sitting on the couch." Um. And this look here, Higby was my first healthy player all season with a big fat zero. Some of the other duds, Jones, Foreman, Ingram, Evans, Fields ruined a guy against him, I guess. I had him on a bench. My favorite one was what uh, Salvador said, DJ Moore, but Brian said, what about DJ Less? Yeah. And then Eric was glad that he didn't coin flip and get good old uh, Devonta Foreman over Joe Mixon, but quite a, quite a, quite a dud of a week, so... You got those every week, man. Yeah. That suck. Surefire waste of a touchdown. See, it was kind of a straightforward week this week. I was really disappointed. I mean, I did see my first one on Thursday, so I, I was so excited for that one. So let's go to Thursday. We had Davis Mills throwing a, a touchdown to the tight end. I was like, oh, my boy, Brevin Jordan. Nope. Okay, it's always stinking Atkins that sells them on. No. How about Tegan Quintoriano? Got a two-yard... Touchdown pass. That is definitely, most definitely a surefire waste of a touchdown. Yeah. Let's see. This is the problem with tight ends, man. I was even more shocked. He is on some guys' teams in a couple of my leagues. I was just curious. I was like, holy cow, somebody had him on his team. It was really weird. I don't know if this is a waste, but it's a guy I've been rooting for, but he finally got some play and actually started this week because that's how bad my bye weeks were. Um, We were talking, we're going to Carolina. PJ Walker, who is going to start again this week. Got the pull, and Baker looked fairly decent, but it could be because maybe the Bengals were playing practice squad guys at that point. I don't know. But Baker had a 21-yard touchdown pass. It must have been to DJ Less. Nope, no, nope, wasn't him. Maybe, oh, it had to be Devonta Foreman. No, he did it too. Oh, it's my boy who I was real excited about last year, but stunk it up. Terrence Marshall Jr., 21-yard touchdown pass. Hoping it's good for the future signs. He was great in college, but for right this week, other than for my team, that was definitely a... Surefire ways of a touchdown. He might be creeping into that uh, consideration to start on your team, huh? He, I, I started him. It was that bad, dude. It was that bad. Um, staying in that game, there was a two-yard run by Devonta Fortin. No, wait a second. As the Panthers again. Oh, look at that. Out of Virginia Tech, Raheem Blackshear. I picked him up the other week, and we we're talking about I was talking about the guy the other day who's a big Tech fan, and yeah – yeah, nobody started him. Let's be honest. I dropped him, I believe. They say he's going to be more of a scat back anyway, but that was definitely a... Sure, fire race for a touchdown. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry too much about that guy, unless, like I said, unless injury comes up. Yeah, I'd say it's... Maybe not. You never know. Speaking of the stud, Jared Goff, he had a one-yard pass, and it had to be to uh, Amon Ross Sam... No... I'm not even going to name the other receivers because it's a laundry list of guys that we used to root for. I thought would be something Josh Reynolds. Oh, maybe it's one of those young tight end guys. Mitchell, my brother, he got a touchdown, actually. I didn't put him on here. But now let's go to Shane Zilstra with a one-yard pass from Jared Goff. Definitely, most definitely. Sure, fire waste of a touchdown. It's like you don't even hear these guys and they just randomly catch a touchdown. 
Oh, this last one was my favorite. I love this name. It's so exciting. Let's go to Washington. The Commanders, who I think we'll be talking about them the next couple of years. A buddy of mine here at work is a big Commanders fan. He's like, dude, if Bezos and Jay-Z buy the team, who doesn't want to work for Jay-Z? Like, they're going to pull in names. They could be competitive sort of just from the – it's scary to think, but there was a six yard. What? I, mean, Jay, I, mean, like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I like Jay-Z, but Jay-Z has nothing to do with picking the players. I but mean, guys will come play for, if they know Jay-Z is going to be in, I, I think it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree. Draw but, some names and stuff. but not, I mean, just sometimes you just, your players just don't pan out. So, I mean. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Oh, it's definitely going to be interesting. This is almost a double whammy because really who started Taylor Heineke? Um, I might have to pick him up because I have Josh Allen in the league, but he's freezing. So Taylor Heineke had a six-yard touchdown pass in a game that could have been, should have been, almost knocked out the Vikings to none other than Terry McCoy. No. Oh, it's Curtis Sam. No. Antonio Get. No. Everybody's favorite. You know you got him on all your fantasy teams. Dax Milne with a six-yard touchdown pass. Who is that? <laughs> that is a surefire ways of a touchdown. I don't know who. I don't know who any of these guys. Are. I don't know these guys. You knew Terrence Marshall. Oh yeah, I did know Terrence Marshall. Yeah. I knew Blackshear because I was strapping for running backs. But otherwise, yeah, it was a, it was a week of duds. So give us some wisdom. Let's get out of here. And in case you, if you're watching us on YouTube and enjoying my adventure from the woods, that's how you know we're dedicated. Kids had an event. I'm here at work recording. Before you I go back Blair, out again. Yeah, you got the Blair Witch Project going in the back. <laughs> I love that. That's not the Blair Witch Project, dude. No, that's <laughs> Jason. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, oh, I forgot what I was say. Oh yeah, but trade line is fast approaching. I mean, a lot of trade deadlines around um, week ten. It's right around the corner. Some people like to go all the way up to week thirteen, but they say try to start working on them now. Don't try to force it at the last minute. You know, don't like it's okay if it takes you three or four days to make a trade. I mean, that's. Completely fine. You don't have to make it in the first three or four minutes. Just, uh, yes, if you want to make a move, make it now. So as always, trust yourself and trust the process.